People will constantly tell you to, to not talk in a way which is full of conviction. They, people do not like you to have be arrogant and have an ego. This is the worst thing ever. Let me tell you a fact, the number one facet of the G mindset. Your life is never going to be worse if you walk through the world believing you are the fucking man. You wake up, look in the mirror and go, I'm the, I'm, a, I'm the fucking man. I am the man. There's no one on this planet who can do shit I couldn't do if I put my mind to it. I don't give a fuck how good you are at piano. If I decide to play piano, I would be better than you at piano. And I believe that. I don't just say these things. I fucking believe them. And when you go through life believing you really, really are the man, there are very few downsides. The downsides are everyone's going to call you an arrogant. Everyone's going to call you arrogant. Everyone's going to call you a dickhead. I was going to say he has a big ego. You're going to lose a few loser friends. Who cares? What you are going to gain is other people on the same path. You're going to gain other people who think, yeah, well, I'm the fucking man too. This guy's the man. Let's make some money. That's what's going to happen. So the first thing you can do with the G mindset is you need to start believing you are the fucking man. Even if you're not the man yet, even before I was world champion, I knew I was going to be the man. So I don't give a fuck. And I was happy to say that to anybody. When people called me arrogant and stupid and deluded, I just sit there and look at them and say, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to be the first thing you have to believe you're the fucking man. You can achieve anything. And when I say that, I don't want to, I'm going to say that again. You have to believe you're the fucking man and you have to believe you can achieve anything. I'm not saying you can achieve anything easily. I'm not saying it's not going to take a whole bunch of work. I'm not saying it's going to happen quickly, but you have to believe you can achieve anything. I'll tell you something now. I don't give a fuck up to be an astronaut. I don't care about climbing Mount Everest. You give me enough time to train, I will get it done. I know that for a fact because I know who I am as a man. That's the first thing. The second thing is, you need to be perspicacious. You need to understand that in this world, there's a whole bunch of people doing amazing shit that you are not doing. And that needs to piss you off. Because if it pisses you off, you become motivated all of a sudden. I was the only one who was pissed off when that Aston Martin was next to me and had my sales job. I was the only one who was pissed off when I saw that Ferrari drive past. Other people were not annoyed by it. And they're not annoyed by it. They're not driven to beat it. You understand? They're not driven to be where that person was. You need to be annoyed. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you to be angry. Anger is a fantastic force. Like I said, the world tells you not to be arrogant. It tells you not to be angry. It's two things it tells you to do. Don't be arrogant. Don't have an ego. And you know, you don't have anger. You're a fucking man. You're a full grown man. It's perfectly fine for you to be pissed off. It's perfectly fine for you to look around at your life. Look at the girl you're fucking, look at the house you live in, look at the car you drive, and get pissed off and go, you know what, I want a hotter bitch, I want a fucking nicer house, I want a faster car. There's nothing wrong if you take that anger and you direct it in the correct direction. This is the reason I stopped fighting now. People go, why do you stop fighting us? Because I fought and I went through hell to get everything I now have. I had nothing when I fought. I had nothing. And I wanted the life I now have. Now I wake up in one of my three mansions with one of my seven supercars and one of my 15 women. What do I need to fight for? Like people have different motivations for different things. Some fighters out there, you fight for other reasons, you know. My motivation was I was pissed off at the world. And now I'm not as angry as I used to be. So I don't believe I'm as good a fighter as I used to be. I'll still whoop some ass. I'm not as good as I used to be. So that's why I decided to retire early. But this is the second thing. First thing, you're the man. Second thing, you need to get angry about your situation. And you don't own the home you're in, get pissed off. If there ain't a Ferrari on your drive, get pissed off. If you don't have 10 Playboy Bunny level beauties, get pissed off. And well, what the fuck? You, you need to sit there and realize, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have a few years of consciousness. And even less than that, I have a few short years as a young man. Because age will damage you. I mean, if you're a millionaire when you're 60, it's not nearly as good as being a millionaire at my age. I became a millionaire at 28. 
So you need to realize you've got a few short years as a young man. You're fucking wasting it. You need to sit there and go, fuck, shit, get angry. Because getting angry, forced, directed anger is an extremely powerful force. These are the first two things you need to do for the team. Only person who gives a shit about your life truly is you. And if you don't give a shit, then you're fucked. But point two, get angry, you're going to start giving a shit very soon. And after you get angry, you need to realize that nobody is going to give you the things you want. It doesn't matter if Donald Trump is president or not. If you use Trump for that, but it doesn't make a difference. No politician is going to make you rich. No one else is going to come along and say, I'm going to concentrate my effort on fixing your life. Nobody. You have to understand you are out here alone, absolutely alone. When you understand these three things, you start to see how a mindset comes together. Nobody's going to save you. You're fucked. It's totally down to you. Pissed off with your current situation and you want to change it. Plus, you believe you can do absolutely anything. This is how I thought at 18 years old. Because at a very young age, when I had my prime resource of energy and power at 18, 19 years old, I understood those three tenets. I believe I can do anything. I'm pissed off I don't have the life I want. And nobody else is going to give it to me. These are three things you need to understand. If any one of these elements is missing, you'll never have the right mindset. The G mindset will never formulate if any one of these elements is missing. All three are absolutely essential. And the sooner you get your act together, the sooner you start to panic and worry and be concerned that you're 24, 25, you're not fucking rich yet. There's 24 and 25 year olds out there who got a contract for a fucking NBA or their parents, or they won the lottery, who knows what. There's 24 and 25 year olds out there who are multimillionaires fucking the hot models. These Instagram girls with 3 million followers, they're getting dicked by someone and it ain't you. And that needs to piss you off. You need to get concerned, you need to get worried, you need to, shit, I'm running out of time. You need to get some urgency in your life. Put these three things together, it's absolutely essential. It's the beginning of the G mindset. When you have these things, three things totally done, I'll tell you what happens. Tell you what happened for me. So I became a sayer. So my brother used to say, you've become a sayer. And what that means is I made a pact to him that my word was unbreakable, strength and honor. And that if I said something, I meant it. So if I woke up to my brother and said, I'm doing a thousand press ups, or I'm running 20 miles, I would do it. Because if I didn't do it, I'd feel like a dickhead. Because when you instill these mindsets, when, you're, when your mindset changes, you start to be extremely accountable for yourself. No one's coming to save you. Being extremely accountable. So when you realize that your word is one of the few things you have on this planet, if you say things, you're going to start sticking to them. So then it becomes very easy to train. You say, I'm going to train every day this week. I'm going to train for two hours a day. As soon as you set it, it's basically done. If I say something, it's basically done. It's, it's set in stone. If I say something, I'm going to do it. There's no way I'm going to say, I'm going to make, say some words and speak them into existence in this, on this planet. And then I'm going to be the kind of pussy who quits because it's too hard. If I say I'm going to do 10,000 push-ups, I'm going to do it. Because I'm the kind of person who sticks to the words he says. And this is another thing you don't stand with the gene mindset. You have to be very, very specific with what you say. Because if you can instill your mindset correctly, and you start to just say things, just start saying things. Then you hold yourself accountable. Say things you don't even think you want to do. Wake up and go up to your friend or your mom or whoever and say, you know what? I'm going to do 1,000 push-ups today. Say it to people. And they're going to say, no, you're not. So watch me. And then you have a choice. You're either going to succeed like a G, or you're going to be a little pussy, and you're going to quit at 310, because it's hard. What kind of man are you? That's a decision you need to make. If you're the kind of man I was, I'd say shit, and I'd fucking stick to it. My brother said, you become a sayer. I used to train with my brother. He'd say, let's do 500. So let's do 2,000. He'd say, 
well, you've said it now, so we have to do it. I was like, exactly. I said it now, so now we have to do it. There is no surrender. I, we have to do it. This is another facet of the G mindset. This is number four. You gotta start saying shit, and your word has to be iron, unbreakable. I can never be depressed if I never slow down. Speed is extremely important. Speed defies gravity. How do how does a plane fly through the air and defy gravity? Speed. It's moving too fast to fall. If you're always attacking life, if you're always doing things, if you're always making more money, if you're always traveling the world, doing this, doing that, new car, here, there, new podcast, meeting James English, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you know, if you're always doing things all the time, unhappiness can't catch you. But I also know that Speed is a is a fantastic way to be happy all the time. I'm always looking forward. I'm always looking forward to something. I wake up every day excited. I'll go do this today. I'll go do this today. I'll go do this today. And I very much live my life in a frame of not a, I have to do this. It's very much a I get to do this. We don't live in the real world. We are living in a reality where we're told stories and narratives that aren't true. Where they try very hard to distract us with garbage. Rihanna. I have nothing against Rihanna. Like I don't know her, but when I see a concert and I see hundreds of thousands of peons standing amongst peons, peons, peons. what are they? Peons is the people who go to these concerts. Right. Peon means peasant. Standing at, because this is an education in language. No, but <laughs> but they are peasants because they're acting in a peasant peasant way. They're acting like peasants. Hundreds of thousands of people in a crowd looking up at somebody like they're God. Jumping up and down for hours on end. You're a peasant. You're a peasant, and your life's shit, and you have no achievements, no money. You're depressed, but you're distracted. I am a feared competitor in anything I do. Anyone who's up against me at anything is gonna feel a degree of nervousness just because it's me. It doesn't matter what it is. If you say, "Look, you're gonna go learn how to play piano, and you're gonna play against someone else who's never played piano, and you're gonna go learn, and that guy's Andrew Tate," you're gonna be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake." <laughs> I can't even play piano. But part of them's gonna be like, ah, oh, not Tate. Even though, even though I have no piano experience, because they just know me. They know my mindset, they know my determination, they know I'm stubborn, they know I don't quit, they know I'm, they know I'm gonna win. That's just who I am. So I've constructed a mental model that allows me to be competent and to always succeed. And that's how I've come to the conclusions I've come to. And I truly, once again, don't understand how people go through the world without, with any other mental model. I get asked all the time, well, what do you feel? Or what about happiness or depression? The, that doesn't even, how I feel doesn't cross my mind. I don't know how else to explain it. There are days where I'm pissed off or sad or happy. It doesn't cross my mind. It's just like, I woke up, whatever mood I happen to be in, I have things I need to do. It's a busy day. Zuby's here soon. I need to go training before he gets here. I had a meeting with the bank at 7.15 a.m. I have shit to do. Like, I didn't cross my mind if I was happy, sad, excited. I just had to work. There's very few things in this life we actually have any control over. Let me tell you the fact, the number one facet. With G mindset, your life is never going to be worse. If you walk through the world believing you are the man, you wake up and look in the mirror and go on the I'm the man. I am the man. There's no one on this planet who can do. I couldn't do if I put my mind to it. There's another thing that a lot of people make a mistake with when I talk to them, like, ah, oh, I have to go to work today. Change your language. I get to go to work today. Imagine you had no job. Be worse, right? Because otherwise you wouldn't be working. 
So you get to go to work. Oh, I have to fix the car. At least you have a car. You get to fix your car. Most people don't got one. Oh, I have to go get the kids. You get to go get the kids because you have these beautiful children who love you. You understand? People's even their own language is wrong. It, the world is can be framed. Maybe I'm completely crazy. Maybe I'm full of shit, like you said. Maybe I am. But the frames I've installed in my mind are all beneficial to me. So if that makes me crazy and full of shit, good. <laughs> because I can't become depressed. So you can sit there and tell me I'm full of shit while you're depressed, and I'm happy. And I would never want to adopt the thinking of a depressed person. They've distracted you with this idol, whoever it happens to be. Put them there. And the peasant's like, yeah. It's, and then they go home, and they're told something by the news. Let's again, let's make up a completely false scenario. Be afraid of the common cold. Okay, and then anyone who comes back and says, why are we afraid of the common cold? They delete their point of view. They shut them up to create a false reality. So people are living a life where they're working a job, they're being enslaved by the machines for their tasks, but their mind is distracted by garbage and only fed a fake story, and they're living inside of a computer-generated simulation. They're living inside of a world that is not real. They don't live in a real world. A lot of people live inside of the matrix completely, especially the people who dislike me. So I, I, I think my mental model to a degree, I'm certainly not a person who doesn't feel emotions because we're all human. I certainly do. But I've, ne I've never prioritized them in any regard. I haven't built a mental model that affects, I haven't put them in, in the middle of my mental model and then affected my actions based on how I feel for each one. It's absolutely and completely the opposite. I would love to do a podcast on a day where I'm particularly sad and a podcast on a day when I'm particularly happy. And I guarantee you, you will be able to tell the difference. So <laughs> that's what allows me to be competitive. Yeah. Right? Because if you're competitive, if you want to be the most competitive predator on the planet, you have to be able to hunt in the day and the night. You have to be able to do both. You have to be able to perform when you're happy and sad. You can't, you can't only be able to perform when you're happy. You can't only go to the gym when you're motivated. You can't only be a competent person when your life's going well. Because when your life's not going well, you're no longer competent. Then you're going to lose to people like me. And it's player versus player. If you're the kind of person who can only do well when you're happy and you're competing against someone like me who can do well all the time, guess what? You lose. So my mental model, the answer is most of my opinions are just based around constructing a mental model that allows me to be brutally competitive. Yeah. It's why I say depression isn't real. I've argued this point endlessly. And I try and explain to people, but they're not smart enough to understand that I don't care if I'm wrong. I don't care. I, get it. I am more competitive as an individual if I don't believe I can become depressed. So I don't give a fuck. If I'm right or wrong, because no matter what bad happens to me in my life, even if the, heaven forbid the worst things on earth that could happen, happen to me, I could never become clinically depressed because I would never self-diagnose myself as clinically depressed because I don't believe in it. Yeah. I believe that I am currently sad, but I have work to do and eventually I will feel better. People will, people will shield laziness with anything. No one wants to admit they're lazy. So they'll shield it with disbelief. Ah, that's a scam. Or I don't work hard. I work smart. Bollocks. More, more cover. For just anything it takes to say, do you I don't want to work. Do you believe in that? Work smart, not harder. I believe in both. Yeah. But there's a time when it comes to work smart. And most people are trying to do the smart work before they do the hard work. It's kind of like talent, right? You don't notice if you're talented at something until all the hard work's done. Yep. I could be the most talented tennis player in the world, but I don't play tennis. So if I go down the tennis court, Joe Schmo is going to smoke me. I don't get to see my talent until I've worked so hard that I'm in the top 1% and now I'm beating them because I have some God-given gift. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do the hard work first. If there's no hard work, 
There's no smart work. So someone's going to sit there and go, I work smart. I don't work hard. So I only have to work an hour a day. If working smart gets you a lot done in an hour a day, then you should work smart for 12 hours a day and get 12 times the work done. I will never get to a point of absolute desperation and kill myself because I don't, I'm never going to get to a point of hopelessness because I don't believe in the idea of hopelessness. You cannot try and make me adopt thinking that will reduce my competitiveness as an individual. So I don't know if I'm wrong. I don't believe in it. That's it. End of the story. So I don't believe in things that take power away from me. I don't believe in things that make me less competitive. And I don't adopt mental models that make me less competitive. Every single mental model I have are the most efficient ones I could find. They're the mental model I found that if I adopt, I become a more fearsome predator. That's it. So this is how I've come to all of my conclusions as an individual. If you take a man and give him a life shielded from problems that he never has any to face, I guarantee you he's terrible at being a man. The best men in the world have gone through shit. That's why women love scars, because they didn't kill you. That's the whole point of it, right? So the best thing you can do as a man is look and go, okay, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard. I feel negative because these are all so difficult. I'm struggling with X, Y, Z. Let me internalize all of that and turn it into a superpower. Let me become genuinely uncomfortable with my situation in life and go and fix things. Because like I said, the universe is absolutely or utterly very giving. And if you truly hated being in the position you were in, you wouldn't be there very long. Every time I feel stressed or under pressure, I get excited. I, I, I hate to not be stressed. I wake up and I'm like, everything's good. Yes. Like, that's just how I am, right? It's how you look at the problems and how you use them to fuel you. So the question was, what's the problem for the average man today? What's the biggest problem? I think there's a whole host of problems. But what you have to do is frame it inside of your mind and understand that all of those problems are going to allow you, give you the fuel, the unlimited motivation that you need to become a successful and, and, and beautiful individual if you frame it in the right way. The biggest problem that men face isn't the problems themselves. It's just the way they've been taught to mentally frame issues. People think when bad things happen to them that somehow they're a victim to the universe and bad things only happen to me and this is so terrible. They don't understand that bad things happen to everybody and the most successful person you know had all those, maybe even worse, at least the same bad things happen to them. They just framed it differently and used it. That's that's the difference. So I, I don't pray for an easy life. I, I pray for a life of difficulty that allows me to become a better and better person. I, I pray to become more competent to handle problems. I pray to put myself in a position where if the mass media machine attempts its very best to destroy my life, I can laugh and smile from my villa in Dubai. This is who I pray to become. I don't pray that... Nobody hurts me. I pray to be able to fight. So it's a different mentality. I think a lot of people build their mindsets around trying to feel good. People who want to ignore the idea of personal responsibility or self-accountability because they feel better if they pretend it's not a real thing. They feel better if they pretend everything's someone else's fault. A lot of people's mental model and how they view the world is based around them feeling as good as possible. So, So people are basing their mindsets around trying to feel good. I have always tried to base my mindset around absolute competence regardless of how I feel. And there are, there are certainly disadvantages to that. There are times you're going to be a lot more pessimistic or you're going to be a lot more stressed or a lot more, you know, pissed off about certain things than others. Yeah, that can be seen as a downside. But like I said, I use all of those things for unlimited motivation to propel my endless upward trajectory. But if you construct a mindset that allows you to be as competent as possible, as opposed to feel any different or feel better, then you're going to naturally come to the conclusions I've come to. You're as competent as possible if you believe you can affect absolutely everything about your life. You're as competent as possible if you believe absolutely everything that's happened to you, whether good or bad, is completely your fault. You're as competent as possible if you believe the bad things that happen to you are going to allow you to work harder and become even better. When bad things happen to me, the first thing out of my mouth is good. Good. Andrew, they, they took $10 million out of the bank because they canceled you. Good. Good. That's just my response. Good.
Andrew, this happened. Good. Good, good. Now, now I'm really pissed. Good. <laughs> like, like, it's, it, that, this mindset I've constructed allows me to be as fearsome a competitor as possible. It allows me to be a feared opponent in any realm of human endeavor. And that's, that's the point of a mindset. Why would you have a mental model or a mentality that made you anything less? In the ultra competitive world that we've just discussed, discussing that everybody wants the things you have, why would you absorb information or construct a mental model that doesn't allow you to be as competitive as possible? I am a feared competitor in anything I do. Anyone who's up against me at anything is going to feel a degree of nervousness just because it's me. It doesn't matter what it is. If you say, look, you're going to go learn how to play piano and you're going to play against someone else who's never played piano and you're going to learn and that guy's Andrew Tate. You're going to be like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I can't even play piano. But part of them is going to be like, ah, oh, not Tate. Even though, even though I have no piano experience, because they just know me. They know my mindset. They know my determination. They know I'm stubborn. They know I don't quit. They know I'm, they know I'm going to win. That's just who I am. So I've constructed a mental model that allows me to be competent and to always succeed. And that's how I've come to the conclusions I've come to. And I truly, once again, don't understand how people go through the world without, with any other mental model. I get asked all the time, but what do you feel? Or what about happiness or depression? That doesn't even, how I feel doesn't cross my mind. I don't know how else to explain it. There are days where I'm pissed off or sad or happy. It doesn't cross my mind. It's just like I woke up, whatever mood I happen to be in, I have things I need to do. It's a busy day. Zuby's here soon. I need to go training before he gets here. I had a meeting with the bank at 7.15 a.m. I have shit to do. Like I didn't cross my mind if I was happy, sad, excited. I just had to work. So... I, I, I think my mental model to a degree, I'm certainly not a person who doesn't feel emotions because we're all human. I certainly do, but I've, ne I've never prioritized them in any regard. I haven't built a mental model that affects, I haven't put them in, in the middle of my mental model and then affected my actions based on how I feel for each one. It's absolutely and completely the opposite. I would love to do a podcast on a day where I'm particularly sad and a podcast on a day when I'm particularly happy. And I guarantee you, you will tell the difference. So <laughs> that's what allows me to be competitive, yeah. right? If you're competitive, if you want to be the most competitive predator on the planet, you have to be able to hunt in the day and the night. You have to be able to do both. You have to be able to perform when you're happy and sad. You can't, you can't only be able to perform when you're happy. You can't only go to the gym when you're motivated. You can't only be a competent person when your life's going well, because when your life's not going well, you're no longer competent. Then you're going to lose to people like me. And it's player versus player. If you're the kind of person who can only do well when you're happy and you're competing against someone like me, you can do well all the time. Guess what? You lose. So my mental model, the answer is most of my opinions are just based around constructing a mental model that allows me to be brutally competitive. It's why I say depression isn't real. I've argued this point endlessly and I try and explain to people, but they're not smart enough to understand that I don't care if I'm wrong. I don't care. I, get it. I am more competitive as an individual if I don't believe I can become depressed. So I don't give a fuck. If I'm right or wrong, because no matter what bad happens to me in my life, even if, heaven forbid, the worst things on earth that could happen, happen to me, I could never become clinically depressed because I would never self-diagnose myself as clinically depressed because I don't believe in it. Yeah. I believe that I am currently sad, but I have work to do, and eventually I will feel better. I will never get to a point of absolute desperation and kill myself because I don't, I'm never going to get to a point of hopelessness because I don't believe in the idea of hopelessness. You cannot try and make me adopt thinking that will reduce my competitiveness as an individual. So I don't give a f if I'm wrong. I don't believe in it. That's it. End of story. So I don't believe in things that take power away from me. I don't believe in things that make me less competitive. And I don't adopt mental models that make me less competitive. Every single mental model I have are the most efficient ones I could find. They're the mental model I found that if I adopt, I become a more fearsome predator. That's it. So this is how I've come to all of my conclusions as an individual.
if the ocean doesn't reach a point of equal and opposite force, it will just engulf the entire planet, right? There has to be an equal and opposite force at some point. I'm not talking about freeing every single person from the matrix. I'm talking about freeing enough people who are ready to understand how the world really works so that there is an equal and opposite force to the tirade of bullshit, the absolute clown world bullshit they're trying to push on all of us. If nobody stands up to it, we're going to end up just swallowing it all. Yeah. It's garbage. So you need to have an equal uh, uh, army on the other side. Money is certainly related to power, but to the true power of the world is influence. I am currently one of the most powerful people on the planet. I can influence millions and millions and millions of young people with my mouth alone by speaking. That's why they fear me. And every single thing that's happening in the world today, whether it's a pitched battle, all of it is done with the goal of exerting influence on your mind. They're trying to control what you think. They're trying to control why you think it, why you believe it. They're trying to convince you that they haven't even put propaganda into your mind. And it's all a battle for influence. That's all this has ever been. Most people are not smart enough. Most people are not intelligent enough to self-analyze and defrag their own brains and understand they're being programmed. You didn't like me, for example. I don't like Andrew Tate. Why? Well, they told me not to like him. Who told me? Well, these people. Do they care about me? No. Most people don't get an opinion and break down where it even comes from. They just get an opinion and they 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 defend it. And you'll see people arguing and fighting in the street over opinions. They don't even know where they've come from in the first place. Most people are not intelligent enough for that. So everybody and everything you consume is going to influence you to a degree. The mass media machine is trying to influence everyone. I'm trying to influence everyone. I'm right here trying to influence people. I'll sit here and say, I'm trying to influence people at home. I did not say that girls above a certain age are horrible people. I did not say girls above a certain age are useless. I said girls above a certain age are less attractive than girls who are younger because of innocence. I'm talking about the Western world. And in the Western world, there's no girl at age, I don't know, 32 in Las Vegas who is pure. Not a single one on the planet. So we can't sit here and apply what I'm talking about for the Western world to the Middle Eastern world. I'm yeah. under attack every single day. They're attacking my character. They're attacking my integrity. They're attacking my finances. They're attacking my freedom. They're attacking my companies. Every single day I wake up and there are people on the planet whose goal is to attempt to destroy me. So I am under attacks. I was kind of up and down. I was working in the fish market, but I was still fighting at the same time. I was training. Obviously I was really young. Started to make a little bit of money fighting, but not much. And then I, I had different jobs. I sold television advertising and worked for an advertising company, etc. And I had my own business for a while trying to sell TV advertising. And I had a bunch of sales jobs back and forth, worked for car sales. I'd, I'd, I'd always been doing this and that going from place to place. Um, unless it was a sales job, I never really took it that seriously because it was the unlimited commission that I found attractive. But outside of sales jobs, I just did my very best. And I did a whole bunch of things. It's been an eclectic, long, interesting journey. So I grew up with a bunch of uh, very close Muslim friends and I've always been not envious, uh, but certainly I've had um, a large amount of adoration for their respect for their families, respect for their culture, their brotherhood, the way they operate. I've always thought it's a fantastic way to be. God knows the truth of our heart. So I know that my, my reversion is sincere. I understand that because I'm in the public eye, there's going to be some degree of people who question it, but I know that mine's completely sincere and the people who do it in a non-sincere way, God knows the truth and uh, they're yeah. not going to be able to fool him. So good luck. And someone else said to me, they said that it's important that someone like you that has all of the worldly treasures or everything that you could possibly ever wish for in this world still understands the importance of believing in God. I have a very small circle, but every single one of my friends has a utility. Like we're all very capable individuals. We're all doing very important things. We all help each other and aid each other in different ways. I don't have any friends just You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. 
Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try sit around and talk shit and do nothing. I guess in many ways people would say, oh, well, Andrew, you have family and business partners, but I consider them my my friends. We have a very short, small network of five, maybe six people. And yeah, they're my friends. I'm not the kind of person who can fall victim to some random Fake stroking friends. my ego, ego. And I, I'm not a dummy. Like I'm, I know a lot of people get rich and they're dummies. That's not me. I don't have any new friends. I have the same circle I've always had. In fact, it's getting smaller by the day. It gets smaller, not bigger. I don't have these random friends I party with. None of this kind of crap. I provide value by default, by being me. That's who I am. If you're going to be my friend, you need to provide some value to my life. Now, a lot of people, when they have friends, the value that's provided by their friend is that their friend makes them laugh or that their friend is yeah. funny. Well, I don't need that crap. I'm busy, right? So I need someone who's actually useful to me, a real thing. It's not a shallow way to look at it because people say that's shallow. Not at all. I think that uh, in true friendship, in true relationships, whether it's man, woman, or man, man, or woman, woman, there needs to be an exchange of value. People need to both gain and receive value. And that's how you build true friendships. So you need to become useful to me. And the problem with doing that is that I already have extremely useful people around me. We can already do everything. I don't need anybody. So when someone comes and goes, hey, I'd love to know you, that. Why? What, what, what do you want to do? Sit around, talk shit. Like, what do you want to do? Like, uh, like I'm trying to do X, Y, Z. I'm fighting the matrix. Can you fight the matrix? Can you fight? If they can't do anything, I don't want to, I don't want to hang around. With There's a time when it comes to work smart. And most people are trying to do the smart work before they do the hard work. It's kind of like talent. You don't notice if you're talented at something until all the hard work's done. I could be the most talented tennis player in the world, but I don't play tennis. So if I go down the tennis court, Joe Schmo is going to smoke me. I don't get to see my talent until I've worked so hard that I'm in the top 1% and now I'm beating them because I have some God-given gift. We have to do the hard work first. If there's no hard work, there's no smart work. So someone's going to sit there and go, I work smart, I don't work hard, so I only have to work an hour a day. If working smart 
gets you a lot done in an hour a day, then you should work smart for 12 hours a day and get 12 times the work done. I, I am absolutely and utterly a believer in hard work. I'm a proponent of hard work. I have all this money and all I do is work. My entire life is work. This podcast is work. I'm getting the car and going to another meeting. Work. It's all work. My entire life is work. And people don't want to look at life that way. They want to talk about work-life balance and being lazy and all this crap. I don't believe in any of that. I believe in if you want to win, you have to outcompete the man who's prepared to do nothing but work. It's player versus player. If you're going to sit there and go, I don't want to work more than an hour a day, well, the guy who does want to work more than an hour a day is going to beat you. And no matter how smart you are, there's always a smart dude who's doing the same smart work you are for more hours than you're doing it. That's just the nature of the game. And this is why we talk about things like passive income. Passive income's a scam. I'm tired of people coming to me saying, I want to make passive income. And I sit there and say, it's not about it being a scam. It's about the mentality towards it is a scam. Look, everyone loves passive money, right? I make money as I sleep. I get it. You you need to de-link your time to your money because if you're only working for money, you run out of time, you can't make enough money. I understand all those principles. My point is, if you have no money and you're coming to me saying, I want to make passive income, why are you not making active income? Get up off your ass and work first because there's no such thing as completely, truly 100% passive. You're going to have to check on it. You have to maintain it. But the idea that people with no money are already so concerned with making money without work is amazing to me. You should be worried about active income. If you show me, if I'm a brokey and you show me how to make a thousand dollars an hour, I don't sit there and go, okay, but how can I make that passive? I go, cool. I'm making $18,000 a day because I'm going to work. You don't need to worry about passive income until you have no more time. I look at passive income because I have 18 hours a day I work. When all 18 of those hours are done and my workload still isn't finished, I have to find a way to make some of those income streams passive, either via staff or whatever else. And that's how I work smart. I use all of my time. And when all my time is done, now I have to become more efficient so that I can get more done within the same time frame. To sit there and say, I don't want to use my time, so I want passive income is dumbass. It's dumb shit. The 16-year-old making 45 grand a month. If he was to sit to me and go, I don't want to make the TikToks. I want someone else to do it, make it passive, that he wouldn't be making any money. He's just working. You have to just work. At some point, you have to bite the bullet and just work. So when someone comes to me talking about passive income and they're a brokey, I'm like, you are just lazy. Lazy people never get anywhere in life, doesn't matter what it is. No matter if it's tennis or money. If you're lazy, you're never going to get A lot of people with no money are, are, are really, really arrogant. I know a lot of broke people who are very arrogant. People will shield laziness with anything. No one wants to admit they're lazy. So they'll shield it with disbelief. Ah, oh, that's a scam. Or, I don't work hard, I work smart. Bollocks. More, more cover. How do you be successful as a man? We'll talk about it. First thing, you need freedom because you ain't a man if you're not free. And you may sit there and go, I'm not a slave. I get paid really well. Listen, the slaves got free food and free shelter in exchange for work. Now all they've done is got rid of the food and shelter deal, give you dollars, which you spend on food and shelter. And you basically have nothing left. So you're still a fucking slave. First thing you need is freedom. If you're not free, you're not a man. First thing, you're not a successful man. So you should always be working towards freedom. And I mean freedom with your time. Do what you want. Freedom with your location. Go where you want. There's a riot. Cool. Go in Tokyo. See you later. Bye. Go into Australia. See you later. Bye. Freedom, one thing. The next thing that constitutes success as a man is your network. Who are you talking to? Who are these people? Who will answer your phone calls? Listen, I got two phones. Identical, almost. Twins. 
I've got two phones right here. And I can call one of many multi-millionaires. And when they see my name, they're going to pick up the phone. They're going to be like, oh, shit, Tate. Oh, wait, guys, wait, wait. They're going to stop their conversation and be like, whoa, fuck, Tate wants. What's up, Tate? Because they know I don't call for no bullshit. They'll be like, fuck, money, money, money phone ring. So I can call multi-millionaires right now. I can have the best idea in the world. I can call a bunch of multi-millionaires right now and say, look, I need 100 mil. Here's my idea. Boom, 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 boom. We can make something happen. You can't do that. I can do that. Freedom network. And then you get into the aesthetics of life. For people to view you as successful, you need good body language. You need physical presence. A man who's not dangerous. A man who has no physicality. It will never be seen as successful. Oh, I'm successful. I'm rich. And I'll do the, yeah, but I'll, I'll break your neck. Look how big my hand is. I'm going to grab you by your neck and choke you till you die. Who's successful now? I'm breathing and you're not. So I'm more successful than you. You can't be a little bitch. And I understood this from a young age as well. So I'm sitting there at a young age thinking, I need to get a network of high net worth individuals who are, or not even rich men, but men who are driven, men who are making money. And I need to find a way to talk to them, work for them, learn what they know so I can become one of them. I need to get body language and physicality. I need to become big and dangerous. I need to be able to display that without saying it. I need women in love with me. I need beautiful women who adore me. I need these things because this is what shows the world I'm the fucking dog. So I'm sitting there and I understand what I need. And I knew this at 21, 22. A lot of you people are older than this. Older, You're older than I was. And I'm telling you something. You're sitting there going, yeah. Didn't even cross your motherfucking mind. You've been too busy jerking off the Pornhub and not thinking about what you actually need to do to be successful in this life. So these are the things you need to be a high value man. Because if you have all those things and then you get some money and you have geographical and time freedom, you're now genuinely successful. Your mentality is heavily linked to your reality. And the fact that most people have such weak mindsets comes from the fact that they have a weak life, a weak body, a weak social circle, a weak network, a weak bank account, a weak relationship. And then their mind is weak. Well, of course. Whereas if you had a group of soldiers around you, men who were dedicated, who would ride or die with you, if you were strong, if your woman would never leave you no matter what because she idolizes you, then your mentality would be strong. Your mind would be strong by extension. So if someone comes to me and goes, I doubt myself, I usually look at them and go, yeah, I understand why. You're a little fat piece of shit. You're stupid. Of course you do. Hey, Andrew, Um, so how do I get like a six-pack quick? What's the best, fastest way to get a six-pack? Why does it have to be quick? Why does it have to be easy? Why do you think life is all quick and easy? Why can't it be hard and difficult? Why can't you suffer? Because suffering is what gives it value. If everyone had a six-pack and it was quick and easy, then it wouldn't be valuable, would it? If everyone walked around with a quick six-pack and they got it easily, then no one would give a shit. The whole point is that it's difficult to get. Value is linked to difficulty. If you want something that is valuable, you need something which is difficult to obtain. The fact that you just said you wanted it quick and easily shows that your whole mental model is fucked. You shouldn't be thinking about quick and easy. You should be thinking about hard, suffering, pain, going through it. That's what you should be thinking about. This is going to be hard, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because when it is done, then everyone's going to know that I went through something difficult. Why do you want it to be quick and easy? Success is the most overused word. Because we talk about success. Oh, this guy, he's really successful. Not these motherfuckers. So let's say I'm working at a company. Yeah, I'm the big boss. Let's say I'm a guy. I go college. I go university. I go to this company. I work, I work, I work. I become a manager. I'm on 150000 a year. I got a company BMW. And I wear a suit. 
and everyone at my job does as I say. By all measures, I'm a success now. But here's the truth. When I leave that company, no one gives a fuck about me. I'm a nobody outside of that one building where I'm a little bit important. My wife doesn't want to suck my dick because I'm fat. Because I didn't have time to train, so all I did was work. I got a BMW. BMW. I know hoes with BMWs. BMW. I didn't even consider that a car. BMW. That's not a luxury car. That's fucking basic. I'm pushing supercars. You're a nobody. You're not successful for shit. Success for a man actually comes in many realms. It's not. It's actually nothing to do with being good at your job. Having money, yeah. You don't have to be good at your job. Depression is the ultimate motivation. Oh, so you're depressed. Okay, that, so you come along to me and you tell me you're depressed. I expect to see a huge list of what you're achieving per day. If you're unhappy with your life and you're depressed, I don't expect you to be popping pills and sitting and laying in bed. I expect you to give me a huge list of everything you're achieving per day. Depression's a fantastic motivation. You know, but people are told the opposite. No, you should feel depressed. That's wrong. You should be happy anyway. Take the pills. Stay home. Take some time off. Complete garbage. You're depressed? Okay, get up. Go for a run. Lift more weights. Make more money. Get a second job. Get more girls. Like, you you can outrun depression. I'm, I'm a man who's always believed, and I think every man understands this, action over inaction. And and I think it was General Patton who said, a good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. you got to do something, and you got to do something fast. Yeah. You're just sitting around talking about it and hoping for things to get better. Has never, I don't know, I don't know about you gentlemen, but every time I ran out of money in my bank and I thought, I'm going to sit around and hope for something to come, it never really worked never out. Right. It never right. worked out, you know? It's like, you, you can't be sitting around waiting for things to happen to you. Also, I think, especially in the West, a lot of people's problems are all in their mind. And I'm not saying that mental conditions aren't real, because absolutely some are, but I try and explain to people, look, if you, the only thing on the planet you have genuine control over is your state of mind. Like you can't even control your health. You might get hit by lightning. You can't control other people. You can't control the weather. You can't control anything. The only thing you can affect in genuine real time is how you feel in your head. If someone comes to me and goes, oh, I get really shy and anxious. I'll say, so? Right. Like, not, not, oh, okay, that must be horrible. No, so? Do it anyway. Yeah, but I'm shy. I don't care. I don't, no one cares. The whole world doesn't care. Nobody cares. You go. If you could drop dead tomorrow, the world wouldn't care. The sun's still going to rise. People are still going to go to work. So you're going to sit here and worry about speaking. When people come to me and say, I'm not happy, I say, why should you be happy? You're, and, and, and we're all adults here. The, this infantile mindset that we're all supposed to be like we were when we were three years old and, oh, something shiny, laugh all the time, run around in circles. We're grown-ups and we have responsibilities and we have problems and we have pressure. And you don't necessarily have to be happy to perform, especially if you're a man. Like, like women have this, uh, I, I will, I guess to a degree they're born lucky. Women have this mindset where they can, that people expect women to be happy. Women need to be happy. But as a man, you have a burden of performance. You, as a man, you shouldn't be waking up going, how do I get happy? There are four main ways to gain money. You either trade your time for money. You trade information for money. You give a product or a service for money. Or you put something to work for money. I'll say that again. We're going to go through them one by one. These are the main ways that money will arrive in your bank account. Remember what I just told you guys, the four main things about cash, how it works, how you got to attack it, identify where it's moving, etc. These are the four main ways money is made. First is time for money. Now this is what most jobs are and there's nothing wrong with the job. A lot of people are going to come and say, quit your job. No, there's nothing wrong with having a job. And it's better than doing nothing. But this is the first level. 
This is the first level of how to make money. So what you do when you have a job is you give up your time to get some cash. So a guy will say, if you stand here all day, I'll give you X amount of money. And you agree. You give up your time to make money. The problem with giving up your time to make money is what? Who knows the problem with giving up your time to make money? I'll tell you the problem. The problem is you only have a certain amount of time. It's very difficult to get rich if you give up your time for money because you have a certain amount of time. You need to sleep. You need to eat. You've got other stuff to do. You haven't got the time to sit there and get rich that way. So time for money is great. And obviously, the more valuable your time is, the better. That's fine. You can make more. But you still have a finite amount of time. And this is the problem with trading your time for money. Next is information for money. Now, the good thing about getting information for money is that your time is not explicitly linked. So if you do something like a video giving information, that one video, you can film it one time, but it can be given out or sold a million times and you get paid every single time. But your time is no longer linked to the money. So a lot of people make money purely on information. And this, it can be done lots of ways. It can be done with what I'm doing right now. I'm making money based on what I know right now. I am selling information to you people. I know information and I'm providing. There are also high level consultants do the same thing. Information is valuable. We live in the age of information. Another thing I guys want you to write down your notes. Some of the two most important things in the world today are information and attention. If you can get, if you have information and you can get attention, you will be rich. Because if you can get attention, people are going to pay attention to you. And if you have information to give them, you're going to be rich. This webinar is an example of how me, a person who can attract attention, who has information, can make money. So information for money is better than time for money. Now, every single person sitting here, there must be something you know. You know something. You know something others don't know. It doesn't matter if it's how to play guitar. Doesn't matter if it's how to play piano. Doesn't matter if it's how to fix a car. Doesn't matter what it is. You must have some information that other people find useful. That information can be weaponized and it can be turned into money. We're going to get into how to do that later, but it's not actually very complicated. You need to garner attention. You need to produce uh, the videos or the subject material or the, the PDFs or whatever you want to do. Explain to people what you know. You need to establish credibility so they understand that they can trust you and they will pay for your information. This is another way to get money, information. So keep that in mind, write that down. Because when you write down your piece of paper information, you also need to sit and think, what do I know that other people don't know? So there must be something you know, and that information is valuable. You have to convince people it's valuable and to come and buy it from you. Next, this is what most businesses do. They provide a product or a service for money. Now this is different from information because even though if you provide a service, you have information. Let's say you fix cars. You know how to fix cars. You have that information. But you're not selling the information. You're selling the service, which is different. The information would be selling me a book on how to fix my own car. The service is coming here and to fix it for me. 
So a product or service selling for money. This is very, very simple. This is what most businesses do. They buy, they get a product or a service and they sell it for a market. Now, this is actually, this is the way that most mega businesses make money. But in the modern world, it's quite difficult to do. And it's difficult to do because most products and services are monopolized. They're monopolized because everyone's already selling everything. And we live in a global economy now. And there's no product you can think of that I can't go to Amazon.com and find cheaper from China and they'll sell it at a one penny, maybe two penny markup. So the product route is getting harder unless you're very, very unique and you build a brand, which is something we're going to get into. The service is fine, but you know what the problem with service is? Service is once again linked to your time. If you're providing a service, you're still giving up your time for money. Do you understand? So the product angle is difficult, the service angle is difficult, the time angle is difficult. So far, the only angle we have will allow you to make money scalable out and beyond is information for money. Next, putting something else to do the work for you. Now this is what corporations and the mega rich people do. They either get people to work for them or they get their money to work for them. So to keep their time free, they make other people or other things give up their time. So a company will come along. Let's look at the slides. A company will come along with a service. It will advertise its service. It will then hire people, number one. It will get people to work for them. And then those people will give up their time in exchange for a wage. Give up their time in exchange for, for a wage. And the company will keep money. So the owner of that company, although he has to manage things, his time is not explicitly linked to income. Now the super wealthy, what the super wealthy people do is, they get their money to work for them. And if your money works for you, it's even better than people, because people need to be managed a lot more than money. Your money doesn't need to be managed. Money just works. So if you have millions of dollars and you put them in a 10%, you can get a 10% return, or even a 3% return. You're going to be rich on the interest without doing anything. So making your money make you money is great, but you can only live off this money if you already have a lot of money. So let's go back through and analyze. Getting people to work for you is a complicated setup because you actually need to sell a product or service to get most people to work for you. Also, you need to people manage. So for a long period of time, you're not going to have your time free. This is the first thing. Second thing, getting your money to work for you, you need a lot of money to live off the work your money does. You need a lot of money to get this to happen. Most people don't have enough money to put their money to work to live off it. Now, you still should put your money to work. I want to talk about that. But you can't live off your money working. I can never be depressed if I never slow down. Speed is extremely important. Speed defies gravity. How, do, how does a plane fly through the air and defy gravity? Speed. It's moving too fast to fall. If you're always attacking life, if you're always doing things, if you're always making more money, if you're always traveling the world, doing this, doing that, new car, here, there, new podcast, meeting James English, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you know, if you're always doing things all the time, unhappiness can't catch you. But I also know that speed is a is a fantastic way to be happy all the time. I'm always, forward. I'm always looking forward to something. I wake up every day excited. I'll go do this today. I'll go do this today. I'll go do this today. And I very much live my life in a frame of, not I have to do this. 
It's very much a, I get to do this. There's another thing that a lot of people make a mistake with when I talk to them. Like, oh, I have to go to work today. Change your language. I get to go to work today. Imagine you had no job. Be worse, right? Because otherwise you wouldn't be working. So you get to go to work. Oh, I have to fix the car. At least you have a car. You get to fix your car. Most people don't got one. Oh, I have to go get the kids. You get to go get the kids because you have these beautiful children who love you. You understand? People's even their own language is wrong. It, the world is can be framed. Maybe I'm completely crazy. Maybe I'm full of shit, like you said. Maybe I am. But the frames I've installed in my mind are all beneficial to me. So if that makes me crazy and full of shit, good. Because I can't become depressed. So you can sit there and tell me I'm full of shit while you're depressed and I'm happy. And I would never want to adopt the thinking of a depressed person. People will, people will shield laziness with anything. No one wants to admit they're lazy. So they'll shield it with disbelief. Ah, that's a scam. Or I don't work hard. I work smart. Bollocks. More, more cover. Just, anything it takes to say, do you I don't want to work. Do you believe in that? Work smart or not harder? I believe in both. Yeah. But there's a time when it comes to work smart. And most people are trying to do the smart work before they do the hard work. It's kind of like talent, right? You don't notice if you're talented at something until all the hard work's done. Yep. I could be the most talented tennis player in the world. But I don't play tennis. So if I go down the tennis court, Joe Schmo's going to smoke me. I don't get to see my talent until I've worked so hard that I'm in the top 1%. And now I'm beating them because I have some God-given gift. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do the hard work first. If there's no hard work... There's no smart work. So someone's going to sit there and go, I work smart. I don't work hard. So I only have to work an hour a day. If working smart gets you a lot done in an hour a day, then you should work smart for 12 hours a day and yeah. get 12 times the work done. I, I am absolutely and utterly a believer in hard work. I'm a proponent of hard work. I have all this money and all I do is work. My entire life is work. This podcast is work. I'm getting in the car and going to another meeting. Work. I want to go to the gym so I'm in good shape. Work. It's all work. My entire life is work. And people don't want to look at life that way. They want to talk about work-life balance and being lazy and all this crap. I don't believe in any of that. I believe in if you want to win, you have to outcompete the man who's prepared to do nothing but work. It's player versus player. If you're going to sit there and go, I don't want to work more than an hour a day, well, the guy who does want to work more than an hour a day is going to beat you. And no matter how smart you are, there's always a smart dude who's doing the same smart work you are for more hours than you're doing it. That's just the nature of the game. It's the way that humans work and the way that we are, we've evolved as a species is that we don't really learn lessons unless they're learned the hard way. Yeah. I believe that unless a lesson has taught the hard way, you're not going to learn it. You can have so many near misses and people won't learn their lesson. Bro, you must know a guy who goes out there, nearly crashes his car, nearly crashes his car, nearly crashes his car, doesn't slow his ass down until he wrecks it. Yeah. Like, this is how people are, right? So you need that pain for the lesson to sting enough to really genuinely go inside of your mind. And it's the same with everything. It's the same with driving a car or business. Truthfully, if you want to learn a lesson about business, you're going to have to suffer at some point, right? Mm -hmm. So we always say that most people are not successful with their first companies, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I get that. The truth is there's a lot of people who make a lot of money with their first company, but they just spunk it, act an idiot, and it all blows up in their face. And that's the, and that's how you get the discipline on your fourth company that when you have three million in the bank, you just leave it there. You know, it's, yeah. and don't, and don't be done with it. So you need to, you need to go through some pain. You need to experience some negative things. You need to have to, uh, to a degree, some trauma to really even learn any lessons. So yeah, business studies, you're right. The book, that's, that's not going to teach you anything about business. You need to get out there on the streets. You need to, you need to make mistakes. You need to suffer. You need to have the tax man knocking at your door. You got to deal with all that stuff so that you make sure it doesn't happen again. I really think that, that humans are stupid enough to only learn the hard way. That's and, and life really doesn't have to be that complicated. When you see somebody that has something you want, 
You just got to try and work out how they got it. Yeah. And that's the missing part. Most people see people with things they want and they don't do the, the second half. They don't try and work out how they got that thing. Oh, my man has a Ferrari. Okay. I wish I had a Ferrari. Okay. They don't sit there and go for an hour. How did he get a Ferrari? It doesn't cross that. That part is the part they don't want to do, right? They just go, oh, he's a Ferrari. Wish I had a Ferrari. And they go back to TV. Yeah. And that's why they lose. It's player versus player out here, man. It's on the street. It's not easy. For every dollar you make, for every pound you take, you took it from someone else. You don't make money. You take money. People don't understand the way that money works. You're not the Federal Reserve. You can't create money from thin air. Every single pound in your bank is money you took from someone else. And when I say take, I don't mean it in a negative way. You might have convinced them to give it to you. You might have a coffee shop. I'll give you a nice coffee. You'll give me some money. Cool. But you still took his money, yeah. right? So if you're out here trying to take stuff from other people, don't you want to have a team? You want to do it by yourself? You want to be Rambo? Because you I mean, get two of you doing it. You get two of you. That's right. So the whole idea of this lone soldier, this Rambo, I'll do it all by myself. That's all dead, bro. You need to have a team. It's player versus player. And for the same reason, if you were out here on the street and you want to defend yourself, you want your boys around you. It's the same thing with trying to get rich. And you're laughing with your boys. Yeah. The brokey days are great. I'm not complaining about being rich. Obviously, I worked hard for this and it's, and it's a fantastic life I live now. But I think without those brokey days, without those original days to compare it to, without that juxtaposition, then I don't think being rich would be fun at all. I think it's only fun because you can compare it to the days when you weren't rich. That's the only thing that makes it fun. The only thing that makes a $10,000 stake fun is that you can laugh saying how you never had 10 grand in your bank till you were 27 years old. Yeah. Like that's the, otherwise it's boring. Otherwise you, okay, stake. And I think if you're born with too much money that you'll never truly be happy. I think you need the brokey days. They're the best days. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.